True Crime Girls contains content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. crazy but no nothing compared to this woman can we enter can we start with that and welcome (laughs) (laughs) and welcome to true crime welcome to true crime again we barely started i'm already over us (sighs) and it took us a while again to set that's up. just because we're bullshitting no, no we started sounding like it's demons. because my well, computer a demon voice yeah i mm-hmm. it just someone send me someone send me a new computer if you want to send me a new computer dm us and i'll give you my address yeah <laughs> or some address i'll get a p.o box if you want to send me a, a computer box. yeah oh yeah so just dm us if you want to send us a computer that would be really great because mine doesn't work idea. so we're on we're on our backup which is janine's and a who knows macbook how long? would be great but i mean we're not picky no a macbook only please <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck and i'm still using paper and pen <laughs> you're you're just living we told you to transcribe life. it i don't want to well i'm you know better old it's 2018 i thought you were gonna like do more but apparently not i mean i just want to keep my handwriting intact Mm-hmm. You see how sloppy yeah, mine is. Shitty. I can barely fucking read I never it. Write anything, um, but it improves by like the difference in pens that I use because this is the pen I used yesterday and it fucking sucked. And this is the, well, it didn't improve my life. I know we it it did not improve. Same. It was exactly it the, the same. same. Just, just if like this that. is your first episode, you're welcome. What yes. If this is not your first episode, welcome back. We love and you. Thank you. Yes. For mm-hmm. not completely giving up on us. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, for you noobs, we are a podcast. Really? Sorry. I'm just kidding. Oh, you're like dusty muffing in it. (laughs) This is a, this is a podcast of, um, three We're referencing that SNL episode with Betty White. In the show notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should. I'll embed it in the show notes. I'm not even gonna link it. It's I'm gonna hilarious. It. I know. And I, I remember the first time I saw it. I fucking laughed so hard. It's really funny. White is just an angel. When we first talked about making this podcast, you guys sent that to me, and that was the first time I ever saw it. And <laughs> oh it was my god, the best thing. I remember seeing it's that like so the, when the episode came out because it's like the Mother's Day episode. Oh, okay. And I, the whole episode, I was cracking up. But that segment itself, <laughs> as soon as we decided to do a podcast, that's the first thing I thought about. And I wanted us to sit in a row like that, like them. That would be so weird, though, because then we'd just be looking at a wall. I mean, we could like put a I am right now. <laughs> 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 We're at a round table, and they're like on the sides of me. They're looking at each other, but I'm looking at a thermostat. They can't see what you're pointing at. I'm. That's why I'm explaining. <laughs> Are you girl explaining? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did you hear about that girl? 
who told the guy on that she was on there on the subway and she asked him to basically stop manspreading because she was sitting next to him and he fucking punched her in the face. Shut <gasps> up. Swear to God. True stop. crime. Oh, true crime. That is true crime. Yeah. He we like he was yelling at her about like raping white women just, and shit like that, oh, and then he fucking punched her. I was gonna her. say like maybe he was just having a bad day. <laughs> no, he fucking punched her and she was like bleeding and she posted on Twitter and people <clears> were telling her like shut the fuck up, like you deserved it, this and that. <gasps> yeah, I know. And some guy on the train was like, dude, get the fuck off, like you just hit a woman, get off this train. And then the cops didn't do anything, so then she went to like social media and like the news, and then finally the cops got involved. And oh my god! Finally, this is yeah. New York, you said. Yeah, that probably course. happens. All they the were time. probably just too cold to do anything, isn't it? Like they're probably over it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't like yesterday. Oh. Well, then this is not the latest in the great breaking news. Do 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 happened a year ago. All right, you ready? Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna do this. Hold on. Pause. Go breaking news! Breaking, breaking, breaking news! Breaking news, guys! <laughs> <laughs> we just lost everyone in Connecticut. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I want to. I personally want to give a shout out to Connecticut because we don't know who you are. December, like over a thousand people, um, fifteen hundred people, right? Yeah downloaded the podcast in december alone in fucking connecticut so um your word of mouth is spot on um, love it. and we love it and we love you so i mean we have like about the same amount in california but we live here so and connecticut we're not that like popular but still it's california connecticut is like a centimeter I on know, the map it's so california small. is a full like inch and a, and a half yeah maybe yeah so so california you need to get your shit together and all the other states if you want to be shout if you want to shout out like Spread us. <laughs> spread, spread, wow. Spread us. Spread, spread us. us like a... Never mind. I mean, we definitely have... We, we've seen some love in Texas for sure. Yeah. I have family in Texas though. That's yeah. Why. Yeah. See, there are certain states, unfortunately, that you don't count because we know yeah. people there. So... But we... Connecticut, we Even if it's anybody. one person, we're like, oh, it's because of that one person. Yeah. <laughs> that like Still, 500 people really listen cool. to us. Yeah. It's really rad. So... Um, yeah, seriously, shout out to Connecticut. Yeah, so. you guys are the real MVP. Um, so, Isn't there some, like, true crime statistic on Connecticut, though. Is there? We had to look up like what was even in Connecticut because yeah, we, didn't we know. don't know things. I've never even heard of Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> You're so I'm gonna cut that out. I'll cut that out. <laughs> I can't. I quit. It's I quit. connect to cut, so we're gonna cut it out. C- c- cut. <clears throat> cut, cut it yeah. out. Okay, Uncle Joey. <laughs> All right. Enough. Let's do it. Enough banter, I suppose. Um, so as we explained to you in our Catfish episode, um, these are our bonus episodes for the season that we surprised you with. Surprise! Uh, um, and so the first up. <laughs> Janine! Woo! Which you guys will probably already know because you read the description. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to put Janine's episode. I'm going to probably say, like, Janine talks about blah, blah, blah. Oh, mm, stupid. Does anybody even read those, though? I don't know. I do. If you read them, okay, if you read them, what should they put in the comments of the, like, out now post for this? If you read them, put, let's see. I want, like, a funny emoji. Let's see. Put the fucking book. That's not funny. That's a book emoji. I know. Well, this is fucked up. We should have one if they read them and if they don't. So you have to comment if no matter what. If you read them, use the monocle. 
The what? No, I know what Fucking I'm going to use. The emoji with the that? monocle? Oh, I'm going to use this one. Which one? The bathtub. The bathtub? Okay. That's so, so stupid. So we'll put that. So if you, yeah, if you li- read the descriptions of the podcast, put the bathtub. Well, which bathtub? There's two. The well, one we'll have it. We'll the have it. The empty one. Yeah, the empty <clears> one, <throat> but we'll have it. And then if you don't read them. Use the black hole. Okay. Oh yeah, use the black yeah, hole. Yeah, use the black hole. And we'll have those in like the description too. So you're if you're like, I don't know which bathtub to use, I forgot. Don't worry about it. And then we'll know who's an Android user. <laughs> <laughs> if if you are, just like type out bathtub. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Empty bathtub. Empty bathtub black, black hole. hole. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah. Oh my god, we're hilarious. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna mention the animojis. I fucking love them. Oh, yeah. Oh okay, she just got a weird. new phone, so she thinks she's cool. I don't think I know, bitch. iPhone 10. Oh. 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 All right. I detected a hint of jealousy. <clears throat> no, I really like mine. Mm-hmm. It's a plus. Mm-hmm. So, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Mine's an X. <laughs> Mine's neither, and I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, all right, Janine. I'm so nervous. Okay. Why? So. Do you need to take a drink? Do you need a, do you need a moment? I mean, a day. Well, too bad. I just need an extra day. I mean, we can do it tomorrow, but I, I got it working, we, so. We're already, <laughs> we're already here. We're already this far. So I don't even know why I picked this. Okay. That's, be a, that's a good reason. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like, oh, I know why. And it's for because of the twist at the end. But um, I decided to do my twist episode. at the end of your story? Yeah. Oh, okay. What did you think the twist was at the end of? Okay. The block? I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my episode is going to be on Andrea Yates. Woo! That's a good one. Yeah, Yates. And you've mentioned her before. I know. But yeah. I didn't know her name before because I was a yeah. fucking idiot. I don't know So why. now I, I think like, maybe that's Yates. why. Yeah. Um, Allison, <clears throat> Amanda. No. It was something with an A. So She's my bang sister. We both have a friend. I was like, what? Wait, <laughs> was I there for this conversation? For Andrea Yates? It was it in was one of our episodes. During the podcast. So yeah, you were there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I do not oh, recall. Oh, it was for the cannibalism episode. Where we were like, Andrea, Allison. We couldn't figure out her name. Amanda. Okay. Um... <laughs> You go back and listen, and then you'll yeah. find out. Have you listened to our podcast? I've literally only finished one episode, and that was Killer Kids. I could it not. It just came out. I know. That's the only one that I finished. Don't take after Eileen. <laughs> you should be listening to every episode. Please. <clears throat> all right. Are you ready? I, I think so. As ready as I'll ever be. All right. Wait. I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, right. What? Okay. So, Andrea Pia Kennedy Yates. Whoa. Mm, that's a mouthful. Okay was born July 2nd, 1964 in Hallsville, Texas. She was the youngest of five siblings. So also her parents did not know when to stop. Yeah. Um, Growing up, she struggled with bulimia and depression, even confiding in a friend at one point that she had thoughts of suicide. Mm. Um, I know, like so young. And I think this is when she was in middle school. Oh my. Maybe. I could be wrong, but I think it was in, when she was in middle school. I was going to make a joke. We cannot confirm or deny if she <clears throat> was in middle what? school. I was going to say she should have done it. 
Well, she should have done mean, it a lot of times. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> but I usually don't make suicide mean, jokes, but that doesn't mean that considering what she did, I know. She should have. Um, mostly Andrea was described as being a private person but outgoing. She was nice, always helpful, she was a people pleaser. She was mostly private and kept to herself, but what I read or learned while I was reading is because she didn't want to like upset other people or like let She's anybody a down. Pleaser. That's yeah. me. So she kind of like kept a lot to herself. Mm -hmm. um, in high school, she was the captain of the swim team, an officer in the National Honor Society, and was the class valedictorian when she graduated high okay, school in 1982. Yeah, so she was super fucking smart. She's a total people pleaser, yeah. Valedictorian, is that when you're really smart or when you're really liked? You ha uh, a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, because you have to like, I think you have to like, <clears throat> I, I wasn't mean, don't get me wrong, things, neither was so I, so I, don't know. I cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> this, but I'm pretty sure there's like an application process where you can apply and you have really? to be like, you have to be like, I think you have to write like an essay or something and you have to be like, um, you have to have, you have to be voted in, GPA. but you That's also, like, in order to be oh, like, is it? Yeah. for valedictorian? Yeah. I think you do have to have a certain GPA, but you have to be voted in, I think, because it's your class votes you as valedictorian. Yeah, we didn't do that at my school. Uh, maybe every school is different. <clears throat> or maybe know. I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's like a mix of both. Like, it's a mix of like everything. I I'm going to do a quick Google search. You have to be well-rounded. <laughs> I mean, she I'm seems well-rounded. Well I mean, she I am My too. body is very well-rounded. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> the holidays just passed. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to... You'll get back to us. Get rounded or what? Do you want to get rounded? Get, you want to get rounded? Boom. The chosen valedictorian is often the student with the highest ranking GPA among their graduating class. Oh. Because she was really fucking smart. Um, okay. So after high school, she Google's attended. Not wrong. Google's never wrong. It's Wikipedia, actually. Oh, well, that's sketchy. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Edit um, what out? Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait. Time out. Ha ha. In other schools, Why is that in your mouth? the position may be elected by the school body or appointed directly by the school administration based on various systems of merit. Mm. That's mm. stupid. Mm. Mm. So then, mm -mm -mm. Well, it's a popularity contest. You don't need to have a fucking good GPA. It's just. Well, I'm sure I give up. But I think it's, I think in order to get on the ballot for those, you have I to have a certain it. GPA. Makes sense. Like you have to be in the top, like certain. Well, percentage. yeah, because then you wouldn't be setting like a good example yeah. for everybody else. Yeah, it has to. That's what I. I think it's like <clears throat> well-rounded, like all Got of it. the above. We'll take D. That. It's D, all of the above. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, after high school, Andrea attended a nursing program at the University of Houston, and graduated from the University of Texas School of Nursing. From 1986 to 1994, she worked at an RN at the University of Texas Anderson Cancer Center. Oh. These are really long names, names for things, yeah. Sorry, I mean, I had that during it's a my lot. Killer Kids episode. <clears throat> so. But mine were, like, British, so they were cooler. <laughs> it was even harder. Um, Her Majesty's Pleasure. Oh, hey. <laughs> skeet, skeet. It's my favorite one. Skeet, skeet. Don't disgusting. talk about Her Majesty like that. What about Her Pleasure? You can talk about her pleasure. Like, yeah. ew, that's disgusting. Don't, I'm so, I saw that. We just lost all our England people. What did you, I don't want to know. <laughs> nope, nope. I'm like, no, I, I, I didn't actually lick it. I just pretended well, it's it yours. It's yours. Um, I apologize, England. Andrea never really dated until she was in college and in 19. What? <laughs> 
she like leaned in like she was gonna say something and then was just like nothing go sorry Andrea never dated until she was in college and in 1989 she met a strapping young lad named Russell Rusty Gates who lived in the same apartment complex that she did <clears throat> so that's how they met yep Rusty was intimidated by her and he thought that she was totally out of his league. Okay, so this documentary. I know. This documentary that I watched said that when he first saw her, she was like floating in the pool with like her arms outstretched. So it looked like she was like across. And he was just like floored by her beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Um, But he thought she was like totally out of his league, so he never like made a move. And she eventually ended up noticing him at some point since they lived in the same complex. Mm -hmm. And she ended up making the first move. Oh, go girl. Get it. So they apparently hit it off instantly and had a great and fun relationship and were married three years later. And before their first wedding anniversary, she was pregnant with their first son, Noah, who was born in February of 94. So this is 1994. After Noah was born, the Yates were facing the decision of whether or not she would go back to work. Mm-hmm. So they there's like kind of conflicting stories. So Rusty says that it was a very easy decision that they were that she was going to stay home. That was known that she was going to stay home and be like the stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And he was going to go to work. And that Kay. was it. And he was a program manager or something program, something with NASA. <clears throat> um, and then her friends say that she wanted to go back to work because she loved nursing so much, but that he like basically forced her to stay home. Like, this is what you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do. So it was probably a little bit of both. It was probably a little bit of both, but she ended up staying home. So okay. she was a stay at home mom. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So Andrea seemed to be adapting well to be a staying at home mom. However, it was later, later, later discovered that she was having thoughts and visions of stabbings, like just stabbing people and like blood everywhere, which reminded me of like the shining. She was just having these like random visions of like stabbing and then blood. That's normal. Like while she was sleeping or just like, just like all of a sudden when she was awake. Yeah. Um, And she stated that she heard Satan speaking to her, but being a people pleaser and she didn't want to upset anybody, alarm her husband or anything. So she kept this to herself. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't keep anything like this to yourself. So if she was experiencing postpartum depression at this time with Noah, it went unnoticed, undiagnosed Mm -hmm. and untreated. Mm -hmm. So Noah was born in February of 94 they then had two more sons, John in December of 1995 and Paul in September of 1997. So biblical. And I was just going to fucking say that. Oh, just wait until they're... I was waiting for Fourth that and fifth are born. Um, so if you're keeping Jesus track... Jesus and Mary. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> That's three kids in three years. Yeah. I then mean, it, not no television? Uh, no oh, it gets regulars. better. Oh. Um, so no thank you no on the three children in three years yeah it's painful <clears throat> so right around Never this have time, time to recover <laughs> right like that she was just like popping them out like yeah soft they just had a glove and which is bazooka vagina the most the weirdest thing is that um 
I read that she was we- really weird about sex. Like she didn't like having sex. And she, this was when they were dating. She would like get dressed in the closet. So like she didn't want him to see her like naked or getting dressed or like her body or anything. So for them to have so many kids, I thought that was kind of weird. <clears throat> um, so right around this time, which was 1997, the, the Yates were following the teachings of Michael Waranecki, who was an extremist street preacher that Rusty met in college. He was like the crazy preacher you see like on the corner of the streets. Like at the Rose Parade? The end is near. Yeah. <laughs> or at fucking Comic-Con when they're yelling at us oh to repent God. our sins and to like somebody dressed in like a fucking Pikachu outfit. Like, okay. Uh, like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> Nobody wants there to listen to you right things. now. <laughs> Literally. Um, so the Warrenekis, who's Mike, uh, uh, Michael is the husband and then Rachel is the wife. Um, they would correspond to their followers through videos and letters. So this is 1997. So mm-hmm. if you don't have like access to the internet yet, this is kind of how they were like. You were um, getting those like AOL discs in the mail. Right. And that's how oh you, my like, God. Do you remember those? Yes. I lived off of those. Those are <laughs> so amazing. You would get like a hundred hours yeah. free or whatever. And then, then, but then like every like day you would get a hundred hours yeah. free. So you just basically so it get free out. AOL. <clears throat> um, they would sometimes find themselves the Warneckies. They would find themselves in trouble with the authorities for being too aggressive. And they actually ended up leaving Michigan, which is their home state, to avoid prosecution. So they were real winners. Wow. Like they were definitely doing oh, the Lord's okay. work. Um, the Warneckies and their six children. <laughs> Why do you have to have so many kids? I don't know. What was the age gap? Control? That I don't know. Yeah, they might not believe in birth control. <clears throat> that rhythm method doesn't always work. And then so. in like some instances, it's like after you have the child, if it's a girl, you have to wait a certain amount of time to have sex again. And then if it's a boy, you can basically just start knocking him out again right away. I've huh? never heard of that. Is that a religious thing? It's a, um, you know, that television show with those um, however many kids and counting? Uh-huh. That one. Uh-huh. Are they more? No, I don't know what they are, but I don't know what they like are. I was re- yeah, I was reading a, a thing, and it's like because if if you have if you have a girl, you have to wait like six to eight weeks after giving birth. That is the weirdest. To start thing. having sex again. That's the doctor recommendation is six weeks, regardless. Exactly. <laughs> to heal boy, your vagina, you can start you doing it like human right away. Of. Yeah, I know. That is weird. And they basically have sex, and the sex is to please the man. It's not for the woman. It's to please the man, and that's it. That's what sex is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. Well, you know. Um, So the Waranakis and their six fucking children traveled the, or they have traveled the United States and 23 countries over the last 30 years preaching. How the fuck do they afford that? Anywhere and any way that they can. How do people afford anything? Well, this is 97. They start GoFundMes. <laughs> <laughs> well, or they would just pass around a fucking basket of like, Yeah, at that time money. in 97. Um, yeah, I don't know how they traveled at that time, but they've been doing it for 30 years. Um, Good for them. The aggressive <laughs> teachings of Michael Waranecki are believed to be the catalyst or maybe even the fuel to the fire that was already starting inside of Andrea. So I never heard this before, but um, I don't know if I read it or saw it in one of the things that I watched. Um, they were saying if anybody's ever suffering from postpartum depression or any type of psychosis, that you should never introduce religion 
because they are not in the state of mind where they could like decipher between um like this is the blood of christ they will think like it's this is the legit blood of somebody that makes sense yeah they so, don't know how to discern between right like reality, reality and, and like any re- reality type of and beliefs yeah. Like, yeah yeah literal yeah yeah they take everything very literally because that's like uh-huh. where their mind is at the time okay so because she was having all these kids back to back and at the time they didn't know like whether or not she was like suffering from postpartum depression or psychosis with all of this religion like being pounded into her head and then having like so many correspondences between each other Mm -hmm. they think this is kind of like why everything kind of just like went to shit so fast um so warren ecky um believed or what their teachings were that owning a home and having a job was to quote unquote participate in the evil satanic conspiracy against god Mm -hmm. So this is believed to be one of the reasons why Rusty decided to sell their home. No. And purchase a mobile home. No. It gets better. To live a little bit more nomadically and a little simpler per the teachings of the Warnackies. As a little bit more time went on, Andrea actually became a lot closer to them than Rusty did. And I think it's because he was working and she had a little bit more time on her hands even though she had three kids to be corresponding with them a little bit more and in one of their letters they told the yates that they had a used greyhound bus for sale and somehow they thought it was going to be a good idea to sell the now smaller mobile home to move into a 350 square foot bus like a just a renovated greyhound bus and uh with their three small children and at this time andrea began to care for her father who was ill with alzheimer's i know you can't see me right now but i'm just blinking a lot because i'm trying so to. they went from a home <laughs> i'm trying to co- comprehend to a mobile home mm-hmm. to a bus with three children who she's home alone with and and then she started caring for her dad who was oh. like suffering from alzheimer's like That's heavily tough. uh what's the word like see now yeah like he was almost like at the dementia getting there part um so they moved into the bus at the same time she started caring for her father who was ill suffering from alzheimer's and the neighbors of the rv park and their personal friends at this time were realizing how overwhelming this could be or have already been with um or to andrea and they told rusty like dude, you need to help her out. Like she needs help. She cannot do this alone. And his reply was, this is our setup. Like I work with, you know, NASA and she stays at home and takes care of everything Yeah, when the home home. was a home. Yeah. She's in a bus. Mm And again, this, this type of like belief or this like style of, or this, lifestyle was again it, it might be because of the teachings of the Waranakis, um, because they believe that a woman should be a servant to a man and that the man was basically the ruler of the house and the ruler of you know everything and a woman should just listen to anything that they say um, so this paired with her already like people yeah. pleasing demeanor and the like psychosis that she was recipe going for disaster yeah <clears throat> um so I hate the story. <laughs> well, perfect. Let's just, just stop and change it. Just it. Gets so bad. 
So as it if raising really and homeschooling. And they didn't even go to school. So they no. were there all the time. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so as if raising and homeschooling three kids in a bus was not enough. And then taking care of an ailing father mm-hmm. was not enough. The Yates had a fourth child, mm-hmm. Luke, mm-hmm. in oh. February of 1999. Mm-hmm. Four kids in a bus. In a bus. What, though? Was it like the 22nd? I didn't. There was two down. kids in February now. <clears throat> yeah. So they had to have two fucking birthdays. Oh, that sucks. They weren't having birthdays. They weren't having birthdays. <laughs> having they birthdays. did, actually. They did. There's, uh-huh. There's a video of her. Um, Where, in their backyard of their bus? No, this is when they moved back into a house. Okay. So she um, she kind of, it was almost like relaxing to her to bake their birthday cakes. I mean, that makes sense. So she kind of went all Gets out. Gets your mind yeah. off of it. All right, fair. So four, so this is, Luke was born in February of 99. So four months after he was born, Andrea called Rusty at work saying, I need help. Like, that's all she said. I need you to come home now. I need help. Um, So he rushes home to find Andrea, like, shaking and Mm. chewing on her fingers. No. Like, not her fingernails. Like, she's just chewing on her fingers. Have you guys seen the, oh, have you guys seen the movie Quarantine? The zombie movie Quarantine. Quarantine. People hated it. No. It traumatized me, and there's this one part where the girl's infected with the virus, and she doesn't know yet, and so she she's like in the room, like biting her nose, and then she just starts eating her own fingers. So I just, just no, yeah, that. she just, and so I'll, fi- I'll find a clip. Oh, it's fine. Let's watch it. I, I've been wanting to watch Ugh. it. Oh, is that's that, not. It literally. Tra- I couldn't. Is that Dexter's sister that's in it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's. Ugh. Um. So she was chewing, so she was like shaking and like chewing on her fingers and uh, she was having like a legit breakdown. Yeah. So he, he didn't know what to do. So at, this is 1999. So postpartum depression, not yet. (laughs) Postpartum depression was not like a real like thing. There wasn't as much support as there is now. Absolutely. So he didn't know what to do. He packed them up. He packed her stuff, the kids stuff, and he took them to a beach. To kind of just like it's not a horrible idea actually to walk and yeah. just like that's actually not a horrible idea and they were like why didn't you get her help i mean yes of course but a 1999 b yeah. like he's taking you to a place where it's like serene like away and, and, yeah like actually it's, it's not a horrible idea it's, it's not, not a, the best yeah but it's not horrible so um he he literally he's quoted as saying like i just didn't know what to do yeah so the next day they visited andrea's mother where she ended up ODing on her father's sleeping pills oh. in a failed suicide attempt stop so did i okay i haven't even gotten there yet okay so in a failed suicide attempt um, she was taken to a local hospital and then transferred to a psychiatric unit where she was diagnosed with a major depressive disorder. And this was her mother? This was... And no, no, no. They went to her mom's house and Andrea... Andrea did this. Okay, ODed I get it, I get it, on her dad's... Um, okay, okay, okay. On her dad's sleeping pills. So she was taken to a local hospital, blah, blah, blah. So after a week, she was released with the prescription for Zoloft. And she wasn't released because she was well. She was released because their insurance had run out. Oh, no. So they didn't really, like, have That's a choice. That's really sad. Yeah. Um, which I have questions about that later because she goes to another facility. 
Um, after her release, she was referred to a psychiatrist who wanted her off the antidepressant and on an antipsychotic medication mm-hmm. normally used to treat bipolar disorder and schizophrenia due to her beliefs and the teachings that had sh- that she had been following. She did not take her medication. Yep. So it was prescribed to her. It was of filled. Course. And then she would either like cheek them mm. or uh, just flush yeah. them down the toilet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and... I'm no professional, but I have had my psychiatric care enough to know that that psychiatrist was probably spot gone. Well, yeah, because she... It makes complete sense. And I don't... Well, you don't know if, like, she had been telling that specific person that she had, like, these hallucinations Mm -hmm. and stuff, Mm -hmm. but that's exactly what she needed. Mm -hmm. Um, And it... So she did... She wasn't taking that medication that was prescribed to her, and it only got worse. Um, she began picking at bald spots on her head, picking at sores on her body, and she had started having hallucinations, similar to the ones that she had at the uh, after the birth of her first son, Noah. So these visions were uh, pushing her to get a knife. So she was having visions of just like these knives and like and they were telling her. And she's always had like stabbings. Like that's yeah. like... So she was having these visions again of like getting a knife, get a knife. So she grabbed a knife and she went into the bathroom and she like she the way i've always like pictured it is she's just like has it at her throat like in the mirror okay so she gets everyone the knife. close your eyes yeah just let's visualize just imagine it. if you're driving don't close your eyes oh my don't god close your eyes just wait till you get home and I'm get into your bathroom to this as i'm driving I'm gonna close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they told any, me to close my eyes officer <laughs> oh any god. accidents caused by this it's your own fucking fault <laughs> Um, so it was kind of quiet and Rusty didn't know where she had been for a while. So he was like, um, let me go find her. So he finds her in the bathroom with the knife to her throat. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's literally pleading with him to go away. Let her fucking do it. Like, just let me end it. And he ends up overpowering her and getting the knife away. So she was then admitted to a private center for psychiatric treatment, which Aren't those more expensive? Yeah, that's what I thought. So I don't know if it like ran out for that specific center. I don't know, but she ended up. Going it might out. have been like under a different category of care, maybe like because it was a hospital. It might be under like right. hospitalization mm-hmm. as opposed to psychiatric like, yeah. care. That's what I was thinking too. But <laughs> like private centers normally are, I would more think, expensive. yeah. <clears throat> so she was admitted to a private center for psychiatric treatment. She then confessed to the doctors uh, that were treating her that she continuously had these visions and was afraid that they were almost like premonitions of uh, bad things to come. And the poor girl had claw marks on her legs from her like literally restraining herself from like hurting the kids like day after day. Like she was just like, like, I know what happens, but that is really sad. Yeah. Like because she was in utter Torment. Yeah. So she, she was having all like of. She this. didn't want to do any. I've ugh, and dealing, I haven't been there, but I've been there. Yeah. Like and then like on extent. top of that, like being with these four kids, mm-hmm. like having to deal with your dad. You're basically alone all day. You have to teach these kids. Pretend you're okay. Like it's just a lot. That is a lot. Um. <clears throat> so. Uh, this was the reason for the suicide attempt because she wanted. She yeah. was like, I'd rather kill myself than kill my kids. Um, so after a three-week stay at that private center, she was prescribed the antipsychotic Haldol, antidepressants, Wellbutrin, and Effexor. 
in lieu of electric shock therapy. So they were still, when was this? 99? They were still, uh, that was like still an option for her. When? Electric shock therapy, yeah. What is this fucking... I don't know. When did that get outlawed? That's what I was just thinking. (laughs) When did that get outlawed? Uh, That I don't know. You keep going. I'll find it. Yeah, I don't think they can do it anymore. No, they can't do it anymore. She should have just had a fucking lobotomy or something. Um, Can they do that still? I'll look up all that. I think they can. I don't think they can do electric shock thing for it. They can do a lobotomy, but not electric shock. I think so. I could be wrong. Keep going. Okay, I will. I, I will give you answers. Um, so the Heldal, the Wellbutrin, and the Effexor, it seemed to stable her out, and she kind of seemed to start getting like better. Um, so while in treatment, uh, Andrea's mom pleaded and like fucking begged Rusty to get them the fuck out of the bus that they were living in and get them a house, and he did. So when she got out of treatment, um, she when she was released she moved into the house like mm-hmm. everything was done and ready for her to go um several doctors treating andrea advised her and rusty that if they had another child the symptoms would return and worsen because it gets worse with like every child what um um <laughs> so yes you can still get electric shock treatment <clears throat> um what's it technically called? Electroconvulsive therapy, otherwise known as ECT, is as much of the stigma attached to ECT is based on early treatments in which high doses of electricity were administered without anesthesia, leading to memory loss, fractured bones, and other serious side effects. ECT is much safer today. (laughs) Yeah, because hopefully it's not fucking done. Although ECT still causes some side effects. (laughs) It now uses electric currents given in a controlled (laughs) setting to achieve the most benefit with the fewest possible risks. That's probably what they said before. I've heard of electric shock therapy being done to try to convert people from being gay. Yeah. Right. So if that shit's still fucking happening. I mean, is it ma- yeah, I mean, mayoclinic.org? Like, that's pretty. That's why I wore this shirt. <laughs> Did you watch the second season? <laughs> yes, I watched the second season. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's, um, you didn't watch the second season of Stranger Things? I did. Yeah. The, ma- the mom. Mama. Breathe. That's just all Sunflower. She's rainbow. Three to the right. Four to the left. Right? Oh, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's why oh. I wore it today. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I didn't. Then, I like, never mama. read what it said. I just saw, I saw three, four, four. That's it. Yeah. From here, that's all I can see. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I wore it because of the shock therapy. So there's that. I'll get back to the lobotomy. Although I'm not. I don't have high hopes with that either. You can just fucking do everything. I mean, apparently. yeah. Um. So the doctors advise them that if they have another child, it's gonna get. Not only is she gonna get the postpartum depression and psychosis, yeah. it's gonna get fucking worse. Absolutely. Which what is from whatever position that she's in now, it's gonna get worse. So um, in November of '99, they decided to have another fucking kid. So she stopped taking her medications that she was on, and she stopped taking her uh, birth control. And then four months later, she was pregnant. So. Like in retrospect, when pe- when after everything happened, people were asking Rusty, like, why did you have more kids? If you knew that this was going to happen, if you knew she was going to get worse, why did you decide to have more kids? Mm-hmm. And he said, "Oh, it's going to piss me off." Is it? <clears throat> yeah, it is. If you were told you would be given a brand new Mercedes, but you were going to have the flu for two weeks, would you take it? 
Of course you would because you can get treated and you're going to get better. But at the end, you're going to have this beautiful Mercedes. And that's what they thought. They thought... <laughs> they thought of these children as like gifts from god so why are you gonna say no when the hell doll and all this medication was working so and that's this is why he doesn't have any fucking children left but he has a fucking mercedes yeah so now you know when uh-huh. when given the opportunity to have more kids he was like yeah because then we can just treat her and she's going to be better because it was working um i have updates well, this is, I don't trust, no, I don't trust the source, so I'm going to keep looking. Is it E! News? It's Cora. Is it TMZ? If it's TMZ, it's legit. No, it's Cora where people like ask. Uh, no. Questions, yeah. Um, so Rusty stated to the media that he was never told Rusty by a, <laughs> I was like, how did you know them? Duh, it's on the thing. Uh, Rusty stated to the media that he was never told by psychiatrists that his wife was psychotic, nor that she could harm the children, and that he he said that had he known otherwise, he would have never had more children. Quote, if I'd known she was psychotic, we'd never have even considered having more kids. However, she revealed that the prison uh, she revealed to the prison psychiatrist uh, prior to the last child she had told rusty that she did not want to have sex because one of the doctors had said she might hurt the children and rusty simply asserted his procreative religious beliefs complimented her as a good mother and persuaded her that she could handle more children so their fifth and final child (laughs) mary was born in november of 2000 and if you're wondering, just in case you're wondering, things do get worse. Oh, I know. <clears throat> in spring of 2001, Andrea's father died. And this... Trigger. Exactly. This set off the events that uh, made her basically a household name. So after her dad died, she stopped talking. She refused to drink liquids. And she continued picking at the bald spots on her head recognizing these familiar signs and fearing the absolute worst rusty took andrea back in for treatment and the following two months she was in and out of uh, psychiatric care according to trial testimony in 2006 a doctor had advised rusty to not leave yates attended with or andrea unattended with the children at all like whatsoever but he had started leaving her alone with the kids um in the weeks leading up to what happened we use that one um so i have a lobotomy update okay um, I don't know how credible this is. I'm, it's the most credible that I found, I think. Is it like 2017? It's 2014. Oh, my God. So um, it says live. it's from LiveScience.com, and it just gives like a bunch of like history on lobotomies and stuff like that. So the last paragraph says, lobotomy is rarely, if ever, performed today. And if it is, it's a much more elegant procedure. Um, You're not going in with an ice pick and monkeying around. The removal of specific brain areas called psychosurgery is only used to treat patients for whom all other treatments have failed. So I'm going to go with no. I mean, it's not the typical lobotomy it's like that it's not last, an ice pick lobotomy yeah. it's like they're literally going in and performing brain surgery probably to like mess around with the frontal lobe yeah. a little bit so it's still still 
Like Jesus. That's like a lobotomy adjacent. <laughs> How are you cured? I had a lobotomy in the <clears throat> you imagine? And now I'm a robot. I know. Um, so she he started leaving her alone with the kids. Yeah. Um and he didn't he's he's saying that he did this because he didn't want her to be dependent on him or be dependent on his mom who was helping them out at the time. Um, he wanted her to be independent and be able to deal with her own maternal responsibilities mm. as she should. Mm-hmm. As the <clears throat> psychosis lady should. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So on the morning of June 20th, 2001, after Rusty left for work, Andrea Yates drew a bath and drowned her five children one by one before laying them neatly in her bed, except for Noah, who she ended up leaving floating in the tub for some reason. So she was like, fuck this, I'm done. Um, So she drowned them in this order. She drowned Paul first, who was three and a half, then Luke, who was two, then John, who was five and a half, then Mary, who was six months, (gasps) then Noah, who was seven. She then called 911 and was taken into custody. And if you listen to the 911 call, I have. she sounds so confused. Like she sounds like she almost wants to like scream for help, but she's like, you know what? They'll come eventually and like yeah. figure it out. Um, so she was taken into custody. She confessed to the killings immediately and basically said that she was saving her children. She stated um, she was saving saving them from continuing to stumble their entire life and the word stumble does come from the Waranaki's teachings and it basically means like they are not on the right path so they're not like walking a straight line basically Mm -hmm. so they're kind of stumbling over like all these like society like uh like negative influences and all of that um, she wanted, she immediately wanted to plead guilty because she said she was a bad mother and she wanted to be held accountable for her actions, even if at that time she could have used the insanity defense. Um, during her confession, which I thought was really weird, she straight faced said that they, the kids weren't right, that they, that they were silly, that they were doing silly things and that they didn't obey her. Um, she said that they mistreated Rusty's mom when she came to visit and they weren't doing things that God liked. She said that they were stumbling. So meaning like they just weren't being children of God, basically. Well, being children. If literally though, like if you watch her, uh, like any of the confession tapes or like interviews oh after God, she, tapes. she just looks like so sad. She just looks like so like deranged and like defeated. Um, Three months after her arrest, a jury found Andrea competent to stand trial and the possible insanity plea was basically out the window. Um, the trial court sentenced her, sentenced her to life imprisonment in the Department of, in the Texas Department of Crim- Criminal Justice with eligibility for parole in 40 years. That was in 2001. So in January of 2005, they had another um, trial for her and her conviction was reversed due to a witness giving false testimony and a new trial began. And they think that this was really good for her since in 2001, they didn't really have like a lot of information on postpartum depression, postpartum psychosis and didn't think that they could use the insanity defense for that. 
So then a year later in January of 2006, she pled, she ended up pleading not guilty by reason of insanity. And in the next month of February, she was granted release on bail on the condition that she had be admitted to a mental health uh, treatment facility. In July of 2006, she was found not guilty by reason of insanity and committed to the North Texas State Hospital. In January of 2007, she was moved to a low-security state mental hospital in Kerrville. Um, after being one of like her biggest supporters, and he really kind of was by her side the entire time, he uh, Rusty ended up filing for divorce in August of 2004. He ended up remarrying in 2006 and had a son with his new wife, but she ended up uh, filing for Killing divorce. <laughs> oh my God, oh my stop. God. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, this one, this one lived. She was a good one. She ended up filing for divorce in 2015. Um, Andrea currently, well, she was living in a private patient room and she is one of the only people in that facility that doesn't leave the grounds at all so other people can kind of like leave and have like family visits and stuff and she's not one of them um in addition to continuously watching videos of her children she walks around the garden and uh, of the facility and makes aprons cards and other artwork she sells these items anonymously and turning over any proceeds to support the Yates Children Memorial Fund, which is a charity benefiting women's mental health that was founded by her attorney, George, George Parnham, Parnham, who's actually a family friend. So cool. he was her attorney since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> The Andrea Yates case was a was really a turning point in our society when it came to mental health, postpartum depression and postpartum psychosis. And the difference between the two was relatively unknown to the public when this happened in 2001. And although postpartum depression affects about one in 10 women and postpartum psychosis affects one to two in 1,000 women, there was no support for it like you have now. So like now, if you're pregnant and you visit your doctor, there's like... Yeah. coaching and, and like they ask all you the questions support, yeah. just to make sure you're not going through that yeah, yeah there's like endless support for this um and endless like resources uh because it is so prevalent and and it's treatable like that's the thing like right. it is treatable right um so if you remember my audie sanchez story from our cannibals episode i think i did mention this you <laughs> i think i mentioned that mothers murdering their children was a texas thing yes you did okay so crazy. that's why we called her Allison and <laughs> oh, that's right. Amanda. That's right. Yeah. So crazy story. So there's this woman named Dina Sclosser, I think her name is, um, from Plano, Texas, who chopped off her 10-month-old daughter Margaret's arms in a psychotic state. Fun fact, she was also super crazy religious. Um, so really quick, I'm almost done. That Bible belt, yo. <laughs> Uh, the day after Margaret was born, she, uh, Dina attempted suicide. She was hospitalized in a psychiatric ward and diagnosed with bipolar disorder and uh, with psychotic features. She had been investigated earlier that year by CPS. Mm -hmm. And after she was hospitalized for a psychotic episode, um, CPS ordered that she could not be alone with her children. So her sister-in-law came to Left live her with alone them. With the <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what was going to happen. So the sister-in-law came to live with them until the CPS lift was ordered. What order yeah. was lift lifted? The, order was lifted. Yeah, order was lifted. you got this. We got this. 
Home stretch. Home I'm stretch. Almost done. I promise. Um, why did they lift it? I, I have no idea. Because um, they got so bored. <laughs> she she came to believe that Margaret, the little baby, was destined to marry Doyle Davidson, a veterinarian who had become their pastor. What? So this little baby, all of a sudden, was destined to fucking marry their pastor. The day before she attacked Margaret, Dina had told her husband that she wanted to give the baby to him, to Davidson, the pastor. Did, the, did Doyle know any of this? I, I thought I didn't read. Okay. <clears throat> so what had happened was Dina said she saw a news story about a boy who was mauled by a lion. And she interpreted this as the coming of the apocalypse. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So For she sure. said that she heard God commanding her to remove Margaret's arms and then her own. So she ended up like cutting her arms off and the baby ended up dying because of her wounds. And when the cops came to the house and found Dina, she was like uh, kind of like rocking back and forth and uh, singing like religious hymns. Nope. I would run and be like, burn the fucking house down. <laughs> <with her in laughs> <it. laughs> no. Nope. Um, so she was found not guilty by reason of insanity and was committed to the North Texas State Hospital. Mm. Again. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Again, they're all hanging out together. <laughs> because that's where Andrea Yates resided. And yes, if you're wondering, how weird would it be if they were roommates? Shut up. Wonder no more. Because they were. Oh my God. They were roommates. And then they had so much in common. And then Dina ended up getting moved to another room. And, oh. and then so Andrea was there. Like bonding over murdering their children. Can you imagine? I wonder if they like compared stories like, oh, first I did that. Like, I, think I wonder if it's like when you go to college and they're like, oh, these people have things in common. We'll dorm them together. <laughs> these both murdered their children. Let's, Let's put, put them, them together. together. <laughs> so that, Whew. I that mean, was my it's, story. That one's hard for okay. me because part of me all feels bad for her and then part of me is like, fuck you for murdering her First, I fucking hate Kylie's story. On Killer I, Kid. Oh, I'm like, I didn't fucking even have a story this now, time. Now I fucking hate your story. <laughs> it's very upsetting. But Andrea fucking not hates. that I'm on her side, but she, I mean, they, neither of them had any support. Right. Rusty didn't have support for what he had to deal with with her. She didn't have any support with everything she was. It could have been with. prevented so many times. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He. I mean, they were advised, like, she needs to do this. She needs to do this. Don't have any more fucking kids. She stopped taking her medication, which she was advised to do. He left her alone, which he was advised not to do. He yeah. fucking impregnated her, which they weren't supposed to do. So it's, I don't know. They like, definitely did wrong. It's just sad <sighs> all around. I hate you. But, <laughs> but that twist of fucking this other bitch yeah. also killing her fucking baby and then mm. them fucking rooming together like Texas I love you but what's in the water listen Texas something <laughs> stop hey, killing do you guys your kids know Andrea Dina do you guys know Audie <laughs> do you guys bond they over they should go to like coffee together <laughs> oh my god oh my god wow terrible terrible I'm sad but good okay. I know you're welcome mm. Fuck you. This was a downer. It was. <laughs> but it was it's so good. Heavy downer. But you know what? Um, <laughs> all this time, I I thought she had, they were still living in the bus. 
So not until I started like researching this, I didn't know they had moved into a house. I thought they were okay. still living in the bus and she well, had like drowned them. Like when you're talking yeah, about living in the bus, I'm picturing how like cramped it gets in the RV and it's a triple fucking slide. Like I can barely no. imagine. Have you been in a Greyhound bus? Small. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, even though like leveled out, it's pretty big, but mm-hmm. it's fucking small. Yeah. To have three kids. At the time that they were living in there, it was three babies. It was five people. Yeah. Three babies, six. her, six, yeah, the dad. three babies, her, the dad, mm-hmm. and, and, and Rusty. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot. No, it's a lot to deal with. And she was like home by herself. She had to deal with the dad and everything. So I, f- I do feel really bad for her. And with this religious, like, um, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it was just kind of like pounded into her head and mm-hmm. she didn't really like know the difference. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just, it all around fucking sucks. And she didn't have the support that she needed. And, it's just really and when she sad. did, she didn't listen. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I mean, but, I mean, time, that's normal. Really didn't and know and that honestly, much. for people who are mentally ill, that's normal. Yeah, to not listen, unfortunately. And he didn't either. Like the person that you think is supposed to be, yeah. like, yeah. look, they t- they said you need to do this. They said yeah. we need to do yeah. this. Like he needed he to be the responsible yeah. party at that time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was my story. It sucked, but it was really, um, it was really eye-opening. And this was also like, I think one of the reasons why I was drawn to this is because this was one of my fears. Like Mm -hmm. I was super fucking young when I had my kid and I was like terrified of having postpartum depression because I'm like, what do you fucking do when you Mm -hmm. think you want to kill your baby or like you want to kill yourself? Like what, like how do you even fucking deal with that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely like something that I was like terrified of. Mm-hmm. And to see like somebody suffer so terribly from it, right. it's like it's scary. Well, and she could just never get over mm-hmm. it because she mm-hmm. kept popping out a kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just getting it was worse and worse and worse. It. So that was mine. Oh, Sorry if it was a downer, but I hope it was good though. Somebody and and it something. brings light to important things. Yeah, like. These things if are, you think, unfortunately, these things are normal. Yeah. So you're not, if you're feeling a certain way after you've had a kid, it's not weird. Like, and if you think tell Satan someone, is talking to you or you think single that's lion is God's <laughs> way of telling tell you someone. the apocalypse, <laughs> tell, tell someone. Just and not those. Tell us if you want. DM us. Yeah. Something. Well, you know. Say something. Just to say someone. something to somebody. Slide into my DMs, baby. Eileen TCG on Instagram is open yes to for any and all messages i better make myself not private. <laughs> <laughs> you're not private i am you, you are eileen tcg is private yeah, oh I my god I, like, get request- I didn't know i well i mean i've known for a couple days now but i didn't know that's but your I- friend <laughs> that's your fucking friend <laughs> Bitch, related. the look that janine and i just gave each other <laughs> it was the same it was like, like looking oh, in a mirror <laughs> Well, so if whoop. you liked this and you if you read the description, you already know what to do. Yeah. Read the description, leave a bathtub. Don't read the descriptions, leave a black hole. And if you're an Android loser uh, user, uh <laughs> just write empty yeah. bathtub or black hole. That's gonna be amazing. Um and so we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at True Crime Girls. Um Kylie, I don't even think we even said who our voices were in the beginning. No, we didn't. I mean, I think it's obvious that <laughs> well, you're Janine. I'm because Janine. I said no, Janine we have because you were like, I'm Janine with the 
Jay or that Janine was with the call. Literally, that was the episode you listened kid. to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they fucking figured it out. Yeah, I mean, that's why I said, like, I I said Janine was going this episode, so the person who's been like talking <coughs> the entire time. But this one, I'm is, sorry. It's, I mean, I just thought of that. I'm sorry you had to listen to my voice Should for an we hour. Have introduced ourselves at the beginning of every episode, then. Yeah, just in case. I moves. mean. Well, but, you know what? They should listen to the end and hear us introduce ourselves to yeah, the end. So there. Mm. So I'm um, Kylie, and I am on everything at Kylie TCG, except for Facebook, because that just doesn't fucking work. Don't add us on Facebook. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Unless weird. you're adding True Crime Girls. And that's yeah, completely you can different. like follow True Crime Girls because it's the page. But I am Janine. I'm Janine TCG on Instagram, and I'm XO Janine on the Twitter. Oh, my lean. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's I had to you find know. my name. I had to find my name because I don't remember what I was. Um, Eileen TCG on the Instagram. Um, at Leany Weenie on Twitter, which is L-E-E-N-Y-W-E-N-I-E. And so follow us. Yeah, you can everything. email us too. We have emails, which are just um, truecrimegirls at gmail.com. Or yeah, email If you want to be like specific, there's a Janine at... Janine, Janine TCG, TCG at gmail.com Kylie yeah. TCG at gmail.com and Eileen TCG at gmail.com no <laughs> mine isn't mine isn't oh TCG. my god remember it was taken oh yeah mine is TCG Eileen at gmail. somebody fucking had Eileen TCG who? like who the fuck does that if it's you let We're us dead. know give it back and we hate you <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> I'm not give it back <laughs> asshole <laughs> you're ruining everything um, we'll make right. you an episode. So yeah, go um, follow us everywhere. Just, Just don't follow us home. Please don't. Yeah, don't follow us home. Mm-hmm. And until next time. Take us out. Take us out. Please, please. Goodbye.